Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. The following contest is scheduled for 60 minutes. Give me a hell yeah! Oh my god! The rain just exploded! I apologize, you son of a bubbly! I'm better than you, and you know it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are on the run-up to Clash of Champions. And that can only mean one thing. This episode of Monday Night Gore is a Clash of Predictions special with myself, Andy Goldman, being joined by the, the one and only Rob Edwards. Connor Farity cannot be with us this week, unfortunately, as he is living it up in Cyprus, getting a lovely suntan. However, Connor has sent his predictions in. So after me and Rob have... Uh, expressed our opinions on what will go down at Clash of Champions. We will uh, also throw you Connor's predictions as well and we'll see how we do on our next episode. Uh, but without further ado, Rob, uh, we'll get stuck into it. How do you feel overall about the card? Because I remember you saying earlier on in the chat there's only really a few matches you're proper invested in. Why is that? I just, it's, I mean, because obviously every title has to be on the line. There's bound to be a few matches which haven't had the build-up hats of some some of I think looking at Raw you can see some of them have just been chucked on for the sake of them but then the ones such as Universal WWE Championship there's been far more build up and they're ones I'm more excited for for that say but as I said there's always matches on the card that interest me more than others but overall I'm extremely excited for Clash of Champions on Sunday. Now uh, I don't think any match really exemplifies uh, what you just said Rob uh, in terms of the being thrown together as much as this one this is actually going to take place on the pre-show and has been so uh, rush, should we say? This is uh, Oscar, the Raw Women's Champion, taking on Zelina Vega, which is an interesting one, Rob, because I mean, Oscar's been booked so so strongly the past few years, really, and especially recent recent times, she's been probably booked as one of the number one women in the entire company, with the absence of Lynch and Charlotte, uh, and she's been relegated to pre-show with an opponent who. I can't remember the last time she won a match on TV. I, I don't know what you think about this one, Rob. But I think there's only one way this can go. Uh, what are your feelings about this particular match? Um, pretty much what you said there, Andy. From Oscar's perspective, yes, I feel it is not perhaps damaging, but almost almost a bit disrespectful. You wouldn't expect to see a Raw Women's Championship match on the pre-show. That that's that's the places for matches which often don't involve a title or usually tag team matches. A lot of the time, make do for the pre-show, but. I think it is more to do with the fact of her opponent, who I don't really see as too much effect. Because you said there, Andy, we, haven't, we can't take her too seriously as a singles wrestler because we never see her in the ring. And if she does, she usually loses the match. Any time she's ever done it, really, is in mixed tag team matches with Andrade. So I'm a huge fan of Celine Vega as, as a manager. I think on the mic, she's brilliant. And she's done brilliantly for especially Andrade and bringing him forward. But I, I think this is just a case of... I don't think they're quite sure who they're going to have face Oscar at the moment. I think that's the case with the Mickey James match, which I did enjoy, and I enjoyed Mickey James getting a title opportunity. But again here, I would have liked to see her, especially at Clash of Champions, get someone who is more of a legitimate threat. But I'm sure she will get um, better matches along the line. But it, it is, it's just been put on their last second because every title's got to be on the line, I'm afraid. But it should be an easy win for Oscar. That's probably why it's on the pay-per-view because I... Probably won't be too long a match. I see um, her making Selena tap out quite quickly in this one, Andy. Yeah, and it's a bit of a shame. So I think I think she's unfair that they've 
been put that one in the pre-show, but I suppose because the opponent, it doesn't really yeah. make much sense for it to be on the main the main card. And I agree with you, Rob. I think uh, I'll go with Asuka as well. And Connor has as well. So it's a full house on that one. I'll be very shocked if Zillia Vega somehow pulls yeah, out. Yeah, that'd be a huge curveball if they started to do that. It but... would, and I don't think it would be a curveball we'd appreciate, especially no. given... Not on the pre-show. I'd be shocked <laughs> if they decided to do that on the pre-show. So. That would be something else. Uh, but from one match on Raw to another, this is the US title match between uh, Bobby Lashley and the former champ, Apollo Crews. Uh, Lashley, of course, uh, beat Apollo not too long ago. And we're not really often seeing rematches for titles in WWE at the moment. They sort of phase that uh, out with the automatic rematch clauses. However, this match uh, begs to differ. Uh, Apollo's got a victory over Cedric Alexander on Raw this week, which uh, is quite surprising given Cedric has just turned heel. Uh, and, you know, it could have been fed someone like MVP or Shelton Benjamin, people who he's wrestled before. Uh, but Rob, I, I assume you're in agreement that Hurt Business is on top of their game at the moment and there's only really one way this can go and that's surely a Bobby Lashley retaining his title, isn't that right? I, I think, so, as you said, Andy, Hurt Business, in my opinion, is one of the best things, not just about Raw, but about the WE at the minute. All four of them, I believe, I believe MVP has done a magnificent job in pushing the three of them forwards and I think Bobby Lashley is too early. They, they need gold. And I think we've said it as well. I don't think it'll be too long before they're going after the tag team belts as well. The Hurt Business, I just, I, I don't see Apollo winning it back in this one. I think the victory over Cedric was perhaps just to make us think, okay, perhaps he does stand a chance. But I, I, don't, I don't see him. I think it would be a silly decision to take the goal off the Hurt Business. When you said, Andy, at the top of the game, I just wouldn't understand it at all. But stranger things have happened in this world. But Apollo... I mean, it's, it's, we said it for a while. We never really took him too seriously as United States champion. And I, I don't, not too sure where he goes from here because I, I think I think he will lose the match. But it remains to be seen where he goes from here. But um, no, it should be a, a win for Lashley and the Hurt Business in this one, I would have thought. Absolutely. And, and who knows, maybe some uh, shenanigans with MVP or Shellstone on the side might, might not hurt Apollo too much. Then again, I don't think Lashley needs any help. Uh, beating Apollo Crews, in my no, opinion, no. he's such a he's such no. a bigger athlete. Uh, but yeah, absolutely full house there, Rob. I've gone with Bobby Ashley, as has Connor. Uh, also, now we come on to the Raw Tag Team Title match. Now, for goodness' sake, how many times have we seen this match? Now, I'm sick to death of it, Rob. I don't know about you. I cannot be asked to sit through Street Profits versus Andrade and Gaza again. I've seen it too many times, and you know, it's not like I don't like any of the guys involved. I love all the guys involved. But I don't want to see it again. Um, no. So is it a straightforward Street Profits retain, or could we see a, 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 a title change? What do you reckon, Rob? I, I I saw the match on Raw, and I was, you know what? I I wanted even if it was Murphy and Rollins, or I wanted someone else to face them. I would have happily seen Dominic and Humberto. It's something a bit different, but I, I don't know what. If, unless there's, can only imagine perhaps Garza and Andrade with the absence of Selena, because she probably. She maybe rings on. I'd hardly doubt it with her Raw Women's Championship match. It remains to be seen, but they may implode. They've shown glimpses of it that they're they're not getting along too well. I they're not worthy of taking the belts off the Street Profits just yet. There are people. I, I look at the Hurt Business and the Mysterio Clan as more threats to the Street Profits. I, I they have to win this, Andy. I know. I know. Perhaps the people are saying, "Well, they put it on there again. Do they get another chance? Maybe they will." I I I, I just wouldn't understand the decision. And they give it to him. I don't think they're worthy of winning those tag team belts. I, I have to be honest. I'm a huge fan of both, especially Gaza, but no, not for me. The Street Profits, I've, I know people perhaps are getting stale. I don't think they're getting stale. I think they're doing a good job considering of the lack of 
a tag team division, I think they're still one of the best parts about Raw. So no, I think this should be a win for the Street Profits here again. No, I get your point. I really do. And I totally agree with everything you just said. But I just can't help but feel that the only reason they're doing this again is just for a title change. I cannot for the life of me imagine why they do this match yet again. We've seen it so often. Yeah. So I'm just so tempted to say Andrade and Gaza, I really am. Uh, they could either do a swerve where they, they win the titles and end up being a good tandem unit, or, as you said, they could implode. I suppose mm-hmm. it's a good thing we can't really call it that easily because it is, I think it is one of those. But I'm... Yeah. I am just going to go for Andrade and Garza purely because I don't think they would put it on the card unless something else was going to happen. Because we've seen it plenty of times before. So I guess this is the only way it could go, surely. Unless, again, you say the implosion, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But interestingly, Connor also put Andrade and Garza. Uh, his reasons remain unknown. I guess we'll find out next show <laughs> if they do. Um, I would imagine it's they a similar do win. line to yours. Yeah. But I, I, he's a huge fan of the Street Profits. So I. I I imagine he has gone with that decision based on what you said, Andy, that perhaps the title will change. They have held them for a while, but I think this is a lack of tag teams. So I, I don't think it's their fault that perhaps people feel they come stale because there's no one to really take them off them. No. And that's why we're seeing combinations of the people of like, I mean, in that triple threat match, they weren't three. They were people who have been chucked together, weren't they? Obviously, Rollins and Murphy, yes, they have formed something of a unit, but they're not, they're not a tag team that we've come to know over the last few years, and that just shows you the state of the tag team division, to be honest, in WWE, the fact they're chucking people together. But who knows? It, we could easily see a title change there, but it wouldn't be my choice to go with Andrade and Angel Garza, personally. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, we'll see about that one. So me and Connor with uh, Andrade and Garza, and you with the Street Profits. But again, I don't think either of us will be too agreed about losing that one to you, Robert. Uh, next, we go to the uh, SmackDown side of the tag team division. Again, not, not a particularly interesting match, this one. No. In fact, I'm surprised this one isn't the pre-show. It may well be. They might change it and make two on the pre-show. Uh, but Isisaro and Shinsuke taking on the Lucha House party, who, much like Andrade and Garza, have had have a little bit of a, a bit of friction lately, especially between Kalisto and uh, Metalik. Uh, I'm not too fussed about this one. I can't see them doing a swerve. If there's going to be any tag team implosion on the card, I assume this would be the one and give Kalisto a new edge because he's better than this. Um, so I'm going to Cesaro and Shin. Uh, is that a full house with you? Yeah, I was, I'm sorry. But again, with SmackDown, there's, uh, I can't, there's not another tag team really in the frame, to be honest with you. Otis is obviously Mr. Money in the Bank. Big New Day is um, separated. Obviously, Jey Uso is facing Roman for the title, which come on to. So there's a lack of tag. Probably why they decided to give Lucha House Party this opportunity at Cash of Champions. It's a huge opportunity from there. Um, Viewpoint, but as you said, I, I feel perhaps giving Kalisto a, an edge to something a bit different, give him a care because he is better than the other two. It has to be said, he, he looks better, he's just better in the ring. The other two have just stunt performers. Uh, if I'll be honest with you, they don't offer too much in the way of in ring ability. But uh, I'd be shocked if they decided because because I'm, I'm a huge Cesaro and Shinsuke, I've said I'm a huge fan, I, I've my preference has always been them as single superstars. But at the moment, they are a tag team, and I have no issue with them carrying holding the belts for a bit longer. I feel they should, they should, at the game with Street Profits, again, I don't think they're facing someone who is worthy of taking the belts off them. But that's happened in the past. They've just given the tag team belts to whoever has turned up, haven't they? So it wouldn't surprise me at all. But no, I, I will go with you, and I, I hope Connor is agreed with us on that one, that yes. Shinsuke and Cesaro win the belts. Yeah. Well, if there's any bloody tag team that's, you know, not worthy, it would be the Lucha House Party not worthy of winning the belts. Yeah, Christ, I'd take Andrade and Garza over them any just, day of the week. It's a Lucha House and you can't take them too seriously, Andy. Yeah, and I know that we've had... 
I just can't take them seriously. But we've had, we've obviously in the past, before my time, we've seen the likes of the B team go on and win the belt. Yeah. So stranger things have happened in our time. We've but... literally never explained the Luge House Party. It's never been explained why they came to be what house party. It's just never, it's never ever been explained. They were just there once. And then the Lucha House Party rules matches, which were just obscene. And oh, I, just, I, I find it, I find it. It's an easy comparison. I compare them to the Lucha Bros and AEW, who just are one of the best tag teams in the world, and we see them as one of the best teams in the world. Maybe if Lucha House Party were built up a bit more, I could, I could take them more seriously. But I, I just can't, and and that's why I can't take them seriously in this title match. I cannot. It would be such. I'd be fuming if I was Cesaro and Shinsuke that started to take the belts off them and give them to them. I, I just would not understand the decision behind it at all. But I'm confident they won't because. Cesaro and Shinsuke have been on television a lot of the belt, so I feel like they are actually taking them seriously as champions. So I, I, I am confident that the right decision will be made in this one. Yeah, you are confident, as am I, as is Connor on that one. So yeah, full house again. Now we come to a match which I think, uh, I think, did you tweet about this, Rob, seeing the show, the ladder match for oh. the uh, IC title? This is between, uh, well, is- uh, the official champion, Jeff Hardy, the self proclaimed champion, Sami Zayn, and the former champ, AJ Styles. Yeah, ladder match, triple threat, IC title. This, this could really steal the show, Rob. This, are you excited this, this for it? This is why you, you pay for pay per views, isn't it, Andy? For matches like this. A match between three men who all have claims to be the Intercontinental Champion. Three of the most talented in-ring performers, in my ability. People may say Sami Zayn isn't, but in his match in AJ, you saw his ability. He's a brilliant wrestler as well. And to make it a ladder match, I mean, it's, it's just a recipe for a quality, quality match, which could easily steal the show. And I think it probably will in terms of wrestling ability. It's it's one it's a match I'm most excited for, Andy. In fact, it's a ladder match, so we don't we don't see enough of them, especially in WWE. So and so I could I could see it going any way, to be honest with you, which is why I like it as well. I, I'd be interested to see your prediction because I, I I have a bold prediction for this one. Well, I my prediction isn't too bold. The only reason I'm going with uh, Jeff Hardy is because he's the master of the ladders. He he you know helped innovate the ladder match in WWE, yeah. the TLC matches with the Dudleys and you know Edge and Christian. That was his baby, really. Uh, and so I just like to think that uh, because of how Hardy's worked recently, and you know he's been on a bit of a roll since he beat Sheamus in the the bar yeah. fight. He's gone on to win the IC title. I think why kills something when it's still got legs. I think he still has legs as IC champ. So that's why I'll go with Jeff. But uh, I. I wouldn't really object to AJ or Sammy winning it, especially right. Sammy, because uh, it would just help his character, this little niggly little turd who's trying to stake his claim as the IC <laughs> champ. So, yeah, what's your bold prediction? Then? I, I, I've gone for Sammy, Andy. Yes. I have thoroughly enjoyed his return to WWE. I think Connor alluded to it. I think he's far better on his own rather than in that tangent with um, Cesaro and Shinsuke. And I think when he first won the belts, it didn't do him any favours in that handicap match way back when in Elimination Chamber but it's, I, I, I happily as I agree with you Andy I'd see any of them win the belt but I think AJ Styles doesn't, doesn't need a title he produces brilliant matches with every face he can have a feud without a belt that's no issue Jeff Hardy as you said since he returned to WWE he's been on the roll had that um, brutal feud with Sheamus which he, he came out and said he, he quite enjoyed which surprised me but I suppose <laughs> he's not going to come out and say he's completely against it and then Sami Zayn I just I, I I do like Sammy. I know he's he's meant to be this irritating individual, but there's something very likable about. It. He just needs to sort his hair out, and I'm not still quite sure about his ring attire. No, but um, I I, I give the belts to Sammy, but I wouldn't have an issue with any. I'm I'm more looking forward to the match itself than who comes out as the winner because I'd take any of them 
since gone to champion. They're all worthy people. We mentioned that they're the tag team um, title matches that really people facing them aren't worthy. But in this IC ladder match, all three are worthy champions who have been brilliant servants to WWE over the years. So, um, yeah, but I'm going to go Sami Zayn on this one. I'm interested to see who Connor has picked to come out on top of this ladder match. Uh, Connor has gone with Jeff Hardy as well as me. But yeah. I, get, I think we've just gone the safe options. I think, I think, I think, I think yeah. a bold option isn't such a bad yeah. one on this one at all, especially with the way Sami has returned and the, the tension yeah. he's, he's got and uh, the IC t- title. It's a good little... Good little story they've got going on there with that. And uh, if something was to win, it would really it would really just ham up as this little entitled heel yeah. with the belt. He just needs to, again, sort his hair out and stop dressing like Fidel Castro because yeah. it's just, you know, it's, yeah. it doesn't need that. But again, I think it's all part of the presentation. That's all well and good. <laughs> uh, now we, the uh, final tag team match on the card, whether it's in this order, who knows. But uh, this is the women's tag team title. This is between uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, the current champs, taking on the recently reformed Riot Squad of Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. Now, uh, this is kind of a, a match that's sort of been thrown out there. The two, I mean, all women have been thrown together, let's face it. I don't think a year ago, Nia and Shayna would have said they'd been a tag team together, or Liv and Ruby, considering the hey. path that they took, especially yeah, when Liv yeah. returned. Uh, I didn't think they'd be getting back together anytime soon, but it just shows the Both of them would have attention. been off television, I think, this day. Ruby would have been injured, and Liv was off getting her transformation, which obviously... Happens and <laughs> quite go to the plan that we had hoped. But anyway, we are here now, and they are back together as the Riot Squad. So, yeah, and you know, I, this is this is another one that's quite interesting because I doubt very much they're going to pull the Shayna and Nia thing too early. No. I do, I do wonder whether the Riot Squad could pull an upset. I haven't gone for them. I've gone for Nia and Shayna. Yeah, but is there any is there any chance that Liv and I, Ruby I think, can get the dub? I mean, I wouldn't have an issue. I, I would like to see because I'm a huge fan of both. Liv Morgan and Ruby Wright and the wit and in the um, ring, sorry. And since they formed the tag team, obviously they overcame the Iconics, who have now had to had to separate as a result of that. So I think they are worthy of this title opportunity. But then again, there aren't many women tag teams out there. But they are a legitimate tag team. They have formed the right squad. But I think perhaps, obviously, the Baser and Nijax turn will happen, and they will go on to have a match eventually, which I'm extremely excited for. I have to say because I'm thoroughly enjoying the Nia and. Shayna dynamic. I think they bounce off each other yeah. quite well, which I'm enjoying. I think it'd be a bit bit too early, but then I look at it and I feel who else perhaps could take the belts off them. They may. That, that was my next question, actually. Yeah. Who who could really yeah, challenge them? And as I said, I think they've obviously given. I mean, they separated the iconics, which is a huge decision in itself, and decide to keep Liv and Ruby together. So I, I imagine they've. I think they're going to give them a push to serve them as a tag team. So it could easily go either way, but I think. I think Shayna and Nia. What's well, a tough one, actually? And you know, I'm going to go Liv and Ruby go against the system. I, I, I think perhaps they may just because I think it's not like the Bailey Banks thing where we, we weren't sure who was going to turn on who. I think we all know that this they're just going to bubble over eventually. They may just get it out the way early because it's not something that I think the crowd will be all oh, we did we didn't see that coming. Did but it's not going to be one of those turns because we we know that they're not they're not on the same wavelength all the time. So they may just get it done early and they'll go and have a terrific match if that's Hell in a Cell or later down the line, we shall see. But yeah, I'll go for Ruby and Liv on this one. Why not? Give, give Liv some gold on her waist. I think she deserves it after some of the, the terrible storylines she's been put in mm. over the past year. So um, yeah, let's, let's have Liv and Ruby, the Riot Squad, have some gold around their waist. 
Fair enough. Fair prediction there. Um, Connor's also gone for Nia Shayna. But again, uh, that is one that could go both ways. And uh, But I would like to see Nia and Shayna just evolve a bit further. I don't think they need to lose the belts at this point. And, uh, but then the case of who would take it off them, uh, it's, it's a good yeah. question. I'm not too sure that any tag team... Again, they, the Iconics are gone. Uh, Bailey and Sasha are gone. So there really isn't, you know, Kyrie Sane is gone. There really no, isn't any exactly. former champion that could uh, challenge them. Therefore, I think a new set of women could come through, hopefully. And, Talia and Lana. Yeah, let's not go there, Robert. I think that's yeah, stupid. They're, 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 a, they're a combined duo <laughs> of women. You never they know. Got they got destroyed on Raw. They from, did get destroyed on so, Raw, and rightfully so, I think. Yeah, but we... Uh, <laughs> bad for Natalia though. I yeah, you know what actually, Natalia and Beth Phoenix. Get Beth Phoenix back in the ring. She was great at Mania, and you know she's well, she's, 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 she's not even on NXT properly at the moment, is she? She just no, that's true. She's at home, with it from home. Yeah. So um, Looking that that home. wouldn't be happening. But yes, potentially in the future. But you know, I mean, just, yeah, I I that's that's the thing. I can't see who else would be in the frame. And but you can say that about so many. Well, but I suppose that's WWE's. Um, that's their role to try and build up people who are worthy of taking belts off the current champions, aren't they? That's what they're there to do. So we shall see. Right. But yeah. Well, I, yeah. I just don't think that Ruby and uh, and Liv are there yet. But you know, who's to say in the future they couldn't be? Uh, next, we come to. Uh, I'm going to do the Universal Title match now because I feel like this is a foregone conclusion. But you know, we should discuss it anyway. Yeah. Roman yeah. versus Jey Uso, and despite the fact that. I think this is all very obvious where this one's going to go. I'm actually quite excited for it because I, I think they built this excited, yeah. very well. The uh, family dynamics played off brilliantly. The fact that two haven't come to blows yet is just it's just brilliant storytelling. It's it's a it's a really interesting one. And I think uh, Rob, I know we talked about this. The uh, video package on SmackDown, which Paul Heyman narrated, was one of those beautiful packages I've seen in a long time. The the family history, you know, showing the likes of. The Rock, Umaga, Rikishi, I thought, yeah, this is fantastic. So even when a match seems as though it hasn't been uh, given a lot of thought, oh, you know, their cousins put them together, it's actually been done very, very strongly. And, um, yeah, what do you think about this this feud and this title match? I'm excited for it, Andy. I think, I think we've all been a fan. I've, I've eventually come to the conclusion that it's very difficult not to be a fan of Roman Reigns, sadly, and I've come to um, love... The man, as a lot of, I think, every WWE fan now loves, mm. even though he has uh, turned sort of heel and he has Paul Heyman by his side. But um, I do worry for Jey Uso. It is Jay, isn't it? I think, yes, I think it is Jay. Jay, yeah. Jay um, in this match. I do worry that he could get brutalised, perhaps. <laughs> I think that's why I'm most excited for it, because, because the emotion, perhaps, of it, with a brains. I mean, you can tell in his face he's caught in two sides. Obviously, I'm sure Heyman is saying to him, look, you need to ditch all ties with family members. I mean, Brock Lesnar literally had no friends at all. Mainly, probably down to him personally, because we all know that he wasn't a huge people person. But no. Rain perhaps needs to go down that route as well. Have no friends and all you need is Heyman. Really, he's already got the belt and that's where he wanted to be. So Heyman got him that. So, um, do worry for J.U. So obviously, Reigns is going to win. It's just a case of how long how? they give this match out if yeah. they actually give Jay any offense or Reigns just completely annihilates the poor, the poor boy, which I would be more than happy with seeing. As much as I love Jay Uso, but especially on his own, he's a tag team wrestler. So um, it's been built up. It's a match that you wouldn't be too excited by because I think, as we said, the two together in the ring perhaps aren't going to produce the best match, but because of the family ties, etc., and the background set. And that video package was absolutely 
brilliantly done and it just adds to this whole new character that Roman Reigns has become mm. and it could well lead to him becoming this ultimate heel when he absolutely destroys his cousin on Sunday but we shall see but there are various things they could do with it but Reigns is obviously going to win this is, I, 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 that, that would be it would be the single biggest curveball in WWE history if they decide to give Jey the title it just would yeah. make zero yeah. sense so I don't and I wouldn't have it as um main events no I'd, well I think you could no actually no I don't think I would because I don't I could easily sing it being around the five minute mark it just sure. depends if they just have Reigns absolutely annihilate him it'll be interesting to see what happens and that's why I'm extremely excited for this match on the card indeed I'd like to see the Roman Reigns we saw at SummerSlam oh sorry Payback was it, which one did he return out with the chairs and destroying everyone SummerSlam was when he Summer returned SummerSlam yeah, that's right hey Payback he won the that's right mm-hmm. um I'd like to see that Roman Reigns. Uh, maybe not at the beginning. Maybe I'd like to do like a handshake at the start. It's all very nice. They lock up, you know, a few bits here and there. And then I'd like to see Jay nearly pin him and Roman flips out like, oh my God, I'm being too nice here and absolutely yeah. destroy his cousin. And uh, maybe even like a post-match beatdown. I don't know. Maybe Jimmy could come out and he could do it to, you know, to Jimmy. And maybe uh, Naomi could come out and Reigns could spear it. Well, not, maybe not that far, but you know, that kind of evil heel thing. You know, I just, I just want to see it and uh, cut family ties. And um, I think that's where Roman needs to be. And, and that would add all the more to the package that we saw. It's all about family, but you know. Well, yes. Obviously, this package has got social media extremely excited. Because obviously, Alex McCarthy, good friend of the show, is of course, they're, they're, they're making the link saying a rock Roman Reigns fight. <sighs> It could could be in the pipeline in the future. I myself am not getting carried away because mm. Rock supposedly has stepped away from WWE. But anything is possible. No one ever ever truly leaves WWE. But we we are in the now, and this is of course in the long term future. Uh, but yeah, it has to it has to happen though. I know it's we're going off on the tangent with the Rock, but it has to the happen Rain that Rock. match. My word, that's hey, that would, that would be one of the biggest. In fact, I would go on a limb actually if they built it well. That would be the biggest main event yeah. in WrestleMania history. I don't think it needs to be for a belt. If it, could, if it he, could be, by all means. My word. Serious, he, I think McCarthy tweeted as well if he was to, to beat The Rock at Mania. Oh, well, he, I, I have no doubt he would. Oh, he would. I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would. I'm sure The Rock would be fully on board. But obviously, of course, we are thinking hypothetical here. Mm. This is long, especially in the coronavirus pandemic as well. I'm sure they wouldn't rush any into anything at the moment, for sure. But yeah, I think, I think people are making that link just because he may start to completely cut ties with the Samoan bloodline and of course the Rock is arguably the most famous of all when it comes to that family so we, we shall see but um, at the moment I am just loving Roman Reigns and Smackdown to be honest Smackdown again was absolutely brilliant and mainly because he was on it Indeed yeah just just a bit more of a tag team division then I'll be quite happy with Smackdown yes. it's the perfect yeah, two hour show thing. yeah good stuff so yeah I'm going Roman you're going Roman and Connor is going Jey Uso perfect so that's a good, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that is a lie. He's not. Uh, anyway, uh, now the penultimate match uh, we're going to discuss is uh, Bailey taking on Nikki Cross, which is akin to the Street Profits Andrade Garza in the fact that we have seen this match at least 425 times. Uh, the, it seems to me only one winner in this one. Uh, but with the Sasha Banks dynamic, mm. you know, it, could, it might not be as straightforward as that, Rob. But uh, we can't forget on, on SmackDown, we saw Banks return. She was wearing her neck brace. She was all very emotional. Uh, very, very sad about her friend, uh, you know, turning on her. And she also said she's going for the SmackDown Women's title. And just before she uh, finished that, I said that she was attacked from behind with a chair. So if she hadn't said that, I might be inclined to say that Banks could maybe, you know, cost her the match here. But because she said she's going for the title, yeah. that means I think Bailey has to retain. 
and uh, and then eventually we'll get the Sasha Bailey blow off match for the SmackDown Women's title. Uh, do you see any way that Nikki can win this belt? Well, if like you, Andy, I wondered. People had had rumours that perhaps Banks and Bay didn't need the title, and then of course you could perhaps then give Nikki the title, and then you could have perhaps a Nikki a Bliss feud going on for the title because obviously the Bliss where we don't really know what's going on with her. She looks sinister when she hit that sister Abigail on um, yeah. Lacey Evans. You know, we don't quite know what's going to happen there, but obviously extremely excited for that. There's two differing storylines going on in this match. and It's why I'm quite intrigued for it. The wrestling itself, I literally have no interest in because you've seen it so many times. But I'm sure it has been added to this card just for the purpose of we're not quite sure what's going to happen. There are various things they can do. But I would like, yeah, I, I think Bailey will retain. And I think, I think now with Banks... I loved the promo she did. I, I was engrossed, and I, I, I want them to hold off on the match. I, th- I think they should make us wait personally for a while. If it is that people rumoured Banks comes back at the Rumble further down the line, remains to be seen. But I, I would be happy to wait for that because I'm invested in it already because that promo was fantastic. And as you said, the fact she's coming for the title, I think it should be over the SmackDown Women's title. Connor made the point that she's never won the SmackDown Women's title. Mm. Banks, and I, as much, yeah, they don't need the title. They could do it anyway. But as Bailey has the title, I think it makes perfect sense. And Nikki, as much as I love her, she isn't ready. For the and then I don't know why she's lost about four opportunities and then she's just going to win this one I, I i don't see it happening and i personally think alexa bliss is more likely to get involved in this match in some way or form perhaps she interrupts and just randomly hits cross with the sister abigail of that look across her face where she doesn't have a clue what's going on because she doesn't really that was kind of her explanation for it she doesn't really understand what's going on at the moment because the fiend is inside her head so we remain to be seen but i think this i think bailey will retain in this one i would have thought again yeah, absolutely right. Uh, I'd go Bailey as well, as has Connor. And uh, yeah, I agree with the whole Nikki thing. It's just a case of now finding that perfect niche with um, with Alexa. Yeah. I mean, that has to be that has to be the logical step for her next. Uh, I expect Alexa to win a feud between them because if you're going to sell this idea of her being the yeah. fiend's woman, girlfriend, apprentice—I don't know, whatever you want to call it—it's it. it's very unclear what the what the link will yeah. be. I've seen various, Which I, I like. I do. I do thoroughly enjoy. It. I'm fascinated to see where it goes. It's two women's storylines, which I'm hugely invested in. The mm. Banks and Bailey, everyone's invested in. The Bliss one, I think they've built that magnificently. I'm fascinated to see where it ends. So, um, And we haven't even seen Nikki, uh, excuse me, uh, Alexa and The Fiend in the ring together in the Thunderdome well, the yet. Last time we saw it was when The, the Fiend, yeah. exactly. Last time we saw it was when The Fiend, uh, the second time, the, yeah. after he gave her the Man of Glory, the second time he came out, she sort of touched him. Final time we've seen him together. So it's not as if they're dropping major major obvious hints it's just very subtle ones here and there and then yeah, the yeah. sister abigail's and all that and the hair and uh yeah so uh, i think positives to take from this match even though as you rightly said rob the wrestling isn't really what we're interested in with this match no. we've seen it at least a thousand times right now the main event it's got to be the main event surely has to yeah. be the main event ambulance match wow, wow wow for the we title between the champion drew McIntyre and his opponent randall keith orton who is just you know he's, he's going from strength to strength He's putting over people such as Drew, uh, sorry, Keith Lee. He's making Drew McIntyre look like a million quid. Uh, this one is interesting, Robert. I don't know who you've got, but I know who I've got. Uh, but I'm going to ask for yours first. Uh, and I'd like a, a thorough assessment of this feud and this, and this match. And uh, then we'll go to mine and Connor's. So who do you have for the ambulance match and why? I have the Scotsman, Drew. I think he, he will and should retain the belts. 
Uh, Randall Keith Orton, I think, has, has been absolutely brilliant. I do feel that if it was going to happen, it would have happened at SummerSlam because I, I don't get me wrong, he's still in fantastic form, but I feel he has showed signs of slowing up slightly. I mean, the loss at Keith, the loss to Keith Lee at payback. I fully understand why they did it because they want to make Keith Lee look like an absolute monster, which he is. But I feel it has affected his momentum slightly. But I wouldn't have at all an issue with them giving it to Autumn because he is absolutely brilliant. He has been brilliant for the for the course of this pandemic. He has been the standout superstar, perhaps along with um, Drew McIntyre. But I think I think I find it very difficult to look past Drew. I think giving the title to Autumn would be a mistake just because. I think Drew McIntyre is is the future. It's interesting. They kind of have this scenario at the moment where they have the past in Orton, the present in McIntyre, and the future in Keith Lee. It's a very good yeah. dynamic they've got going on. I, I wasn't quite... I mean, Keith Lee, I think, has been added in the frame, and I have thoroughly enjoyed the interactions with Keith Lee as well. And I, I would like to see Drew retain. And I've, I said it to you, I'm not sure it was last, but a few weeks ago, I want to see the three of them chucked in a Hell in a Cell match. That's, oh, yeah. that's what I would love, love to see, the three of them tear each other apart because they are three of the greatest in-ring performers current, currently in WWE. So it would make for a very entertaining match. But in terms of Sunday, I think Drew should um, win and perhaps win. Well, I, I don't, I'm not quite sure of how an ambient match works. It's a regular match, no disqualifications. You can go anywhere in the arena. The only way to win is by shoving your opponent in the back of the ambulance and shutting the door. And then that's it. No, it I mean, there is opportunities for perhaps it, it could go either way they could easily give it to Orton it, it would shock me and I think it would it, that perhaps be a, a good shock in a way because at SummerSlam if they give it to Orton I wouldn't have been shocked if they decide to give it to him now it would shock me in a lot more way and he could I mean he's got those punk kicks in his locker but of course McIntyre has a claymore two of the most brutal moves in WWE so it'd be interesting to see how it plays out it will be main event has to, has to be main event. I was shocked when it wasn't main event at SummerSlam, but that yeah. was because obviously Roman Reigns made his triumphant return. But I think I think this will be a, a terrific match between two absolute Goliaths. I think SummerSlam they had they had a decent match, but I feel this is the one that's been building up to between the two. So I'm extremely excited for it, and it will be a brilliant end to the pay per view on Sunday. I am sure of that. Good stuff. I am going Randy Orton. I just, I have to, I have to, for a few reasons. A, I think he deserves it because of yeah, the work he's enough. done. He's been ever since Rumble and and on. He since, since January he has been on the top of his game. Some of the best work he's ever done in his over twenty year career. Uh, B is a purely business standpoint. Raw and ratings are not friends at the moment. Uh, SmackDown is really uh, on top of the ratings game as opposed to Raw. SmackDown's yeah. getting well over two mil every week, whereas Raw is dipping under two mil pretty much every week. Um, their main champion is Roman Reigns, who's been booked to the sky for many, many years. Raw's main champion is Drew McIntyre, who, despite the fact we all love him, to a layman fan, to someone who maybe isn't akin to the product, maybe just tunes in and out. If they see him on the screen, they might be like, oh, I don't really know who that is. Yeah. They see Randy Orton with the belt, they know exactly mm -hmm. who that is. Um, so it's just, yeah, for those reasons, I, I just think this pay-per-view also, so my third reason is the pay-per-view as a whole needs a real shock. Some of the ones, Rob, that we've disagreed on predictions-wise aren't ones that really make much difference. And they're both and they're both ones that be like, yeah, yeah, I could, I could go either way yeah. on that one. 
Whereas this one, this, this would be a shock. I totally agree with you. If Randy was to win, that would be a massive shock. And I believe this pay-per-view really, really needs that shock. Because actually, most of our predictions are the champions retaining their belts most of the time. Yeah. Which I believe in a show where yeah. all the champions are on yeah. the line, you need at least some title uh, yeah. changes and at least one massive shock. And really on the card, this is the only, one, this is the only massive shock points. that would make sense. Andy, I don't think I, I think I went for potentially one title change. You got I? Sami Zayn and Sami Zayn, but the, and then the women's, but they're not ones yeah. I actually, I, I don't, I'm not adamant that they will take place. It's a good point. No, they have no. to. It's cash the champions. You can't have everyone retain. So it's it's a fantastic point you make there, and and the ratings things as well. I hadn't thought about that because as you said, I think everyone outside of WWE my, my friends don't wish they're aware of Randy Orton they're aware of the RKO and who he is in terms yeah. of the history of WWE so it would make sense from that perspective but um, it could go they could they could go either way with this and I suppose that's why we are um, so excited for this match one we can't call which is what we want in wrestling isn't it so Absolutely right. Also, also, I feel like Randy Orton's more. This is his sort of. This is his. He, I don't know if he's done an ambulance match before. I can't quite remember. I'd have to Google it mm. for sure. But I, he's had these kind of matches before. Whereas uh, Drew is far more a singles one-on-one type of guy. He's not really into these kind of matches. So I think Randy has the uh, the edge there as well. And uh, interestingly, though, Rob Connor's also gone for Randy Orton. Um, mm. I, I maybe for reasons similar to me. Again, I'm not sure. Were on the review show of Classic Champions, we'll certainly get Connor's opinions. I'll ask him about his predictions and why he uh, why he gave them. But uh, I just have to go Randy on this one. Um, but uh, I don't think, would you be upset if Randy won? Or, or? Oh, no, I wouldn't. I absolutely love the man. I, I think, as you said, he's he's been on top of the game. He's given so much to this company. He's he's, he's made Keith Lee. I mean, if anyone watching NXT know how good Keith Lee is, but since he's come to Roy, he's made Keith Lee look absolutely colossal. So I I think he he would deserve it for sure. Obviously, he is only one off tying John Cena's record and then obviously then we he's, he's mentioned it himself the prospect of Orton and Cena having at uh, some point down the line a match to decide who would um, uh, become the all time that could take place in next Wrestlemania potentially who would become yeah but anyway I've seen I was getting off topic there but um, he would he thoroughly deserve it and I wouldn't have a quarrel at all because I, I love both of them I, mm. I love absolutely adore both of them they're absolutely brilliant they're what they do and I wouldn't have a quarrel at all. I would feel I would feel bad for Drew though because he has put I so would, much work in. But sometimes, that's, you know, he's had a decent a, run. He's a, he's a British and American company as well, and yeah, I mean, I I didn't know have any idea who he was before. Um, so any dis he got fired as well, which probably doesn't always he draws in it quite a bit. I absolutely love him, but um, yeah, I'm sure, especially younger. Uh, kids in W. I can imagine. I mean, we've been at WWE Live where young kids are screaming Randy Orton's name, even though he's giving people the finger at WWE. Indeed, Live. I he remember. He's adored by all, even though he's an absolute psycho in the ring. Everyone knows, I think, how much he's given and what an absolute legend he is. So, it could, it, from a business point of view, it could well be the better decision to give us Orton. But it remains to be seen. They could go either way with it. They could, they could finish and no disqualification. They could do what they didn't have in the cell, and uh, they never finished the match because. Um, the ambulance match went too far. It's too far. But uh, <laughs> I like the point you make there about uh, Randy's uh, universal appeal because, as you said, we were at uh, WWE Live in Bournemouth where uh, Randy swore at us, put his middle finger up at us, and yet uh, 
a six-year-old fan behind us kept going, come on, Randy, during the entire yeah. match. So, I you know, mean, I think you're absolutely right there. If that doesn't tell you... to dislike, isn't he? Because of what he's done in the business. How can you dislike someone as good as him and who's won as many titles as him? It's, it's not on impossible. So, um, right. I think there'll be few people who could have complaints, perhaps apart from... Um, some of the Scottish fans the WWE would be quite slightly aggrieved. But I, I, they've done well. I think Drew could come out of this match still looking like an absolute beast at the end of the day. Yes. Orton, Orton could win it ugly. As you said, you just got to chuck him in the ambulance. I mean, punk kicks, you can take a punk kick and you still come out of that looking like a badass. So I, I, I think Drew could still, even if he loses that belt, he may be able to recover from it. So um, fascinating times, Andy. Fascinating times. Indeed. And that was the clash of predictions, as it were. And I thoroughly enjoyed it, Rob. Thank you very much uh, for joining me, as per usual. Uh, And we'll, of course, uh, have Connor back, hopefully, for our next show, where we'll be reviewing uh, these previews, if you like. And uh, just seeing... Yes, be slightly longer, of course. It's just a a quick run through. We we said it, June. There wasn't much to talk about on a lot of them. But there's there's more to talk. And there are... I'm probably excited for about half of them and there are some that I've literally have no interest in. But, Absolutely. Um, and it's far easier to talk about stuff that has happened than stuff that will happen in the future because yeah. we can only speculate whereas when we have yeah. all the information we can uh, evaluate, shall we say. Uh, so yes, mm-hmm. thank you Rob for joining me. Uh, thank you Connor for sending your predictions and thank you the listeners for listening wherever you are around the world. Uh, do keep an eye on our social media at Monday Night Gore on Twitter. That's capital M, capital N, capital G. We'll be sending out various polls Uh, throughout the week probably after the pay-per-view so you can get your say and maybe even get a shout out on air so thank you rob thank you connor thank you ladies and gents very much for listening and we will see you next time